Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. RHOD&D is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. Last week on RHO D&D, the ladies were reunited with producers Nancy Andrews and Trixie Belding, who swept them off to a mysterious mansion, explained their new spider cam technology, and reunited them with their missing co-star Cece. But not before they signed NDAs, some more willingly than others, which prohibit them from mentioning the death of Brina Lucky Spark. Cece took the ladies on a tour of what was supposedly her mansion, but all was not as it seemed. A secret conversation with Dr. C seemed to confirm a few things, but unless you speak gibberish, there's no way to know what. Speaking of secrets, Sasha tried to share one that was troubling her, but the only thing she got off her chest was her beetle brooch. Seems like Sasha's been hiding something. Meanwhile, Anya tried to search for a way to escape, but only managed to find a chamber pot. But she can't escape until she finds her special boy Bryn anyway, can she? Kiki made it clear that she was unimpressed by the mansion, but she did finally get some more ribs. Plus a special nod from a cutter who fixed her broken tooth. Do we smell romance in the air, or just another problematic relationship? Cass made sure everyone knew she knew they'd been being filmed the whole time, and got another prediction right when she guessed that Cece's under-construction ballroom was in fact being staged for a party. But when casino night began, all eyes were on Dr. C, who had a major meltdown on the apology couch and threatened to quit the show, making quite a mess in the process. But hey, at least she wasn't trafficked to the set of The Bachelor. Will Dr. C make good on her threats? Could Cece and Sasha both be victims? Or is one of them lying? Where are Bryn and Clarissa? 
And what does production have in store for the ladies of Anaheim next? Find out this week on RHO D&D. All right. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful yes. mansion. Here we are. <laughs> Gorgeous. More colors. Is it more colorful now? Well, there's uh, some chamber pots have been added. Oh, yes. Mm, thank you. Yes, They're blue. Finally. <laughs> they are the blue uh, circles in, mm. in the room. Now it all makes so sense. So many bathrooms in the Now house. this feels more like a mansion. <laughs> piss all over this mansion. It looks to me like Cass has her own wing. Like she has two rooms with like an adjoining chamber pot Sitting room. room. <laughs> Space, that's chamber just, pot room. That, that, that is shared a joint, pot room. <laughs> it's a joint chamber pot room, but there is nobody staying in that other room. So, so I, yeah, I, I, I do have like a whole wing to myself. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> just to make sure. Just and this little black square is the no-no room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could just you know who knows. No one's no one sees that. Yeah. Who knows what that is? <laughs> no, no. As you all know, CC chose the rooms. The only room that Cece did not choose is the room that production had to lock Dr. Christina in for causing such a ruckus. Anya got the quote-unquote best room for being the most traumatized, according to Cece. Mm, Thank you. Mm -hmm. What production took that as is that the best room was in the middle and it has this balcony. So that's where you're at. Is that a shared balcony? Yes, it is. With Cece, who has a fireplace. Nice. All right. Who's in the hallway room? That's a a cutter who is patrolling the hallway. Got it. Just, you know, making sure everyone's staying where they're supposed to be. Rude. So, yeah, yeah, these two large suites where Anya is sharing that balcony with Cece, they are both furnished with large four-poster beds. The beds have these thick velvet canopies. They're very cozy and comfy. And there are plush loveseat-style couches that are stacked high with embroidered cushions. And thick rugs carpet the cold stone floors. And in a corner of each room is, of course, a chamber pot. And hanging on the hook of each door (laughs) is a garment bag. Those two rooms that share the balcony are very similar, except that one of them does have that fireplace. And that one also has a sword mounted on the wall above the fireplace with a plaque that says, The Sword of the Young Prince. And then the smaller rooms are still very luxurious, but they don't have those big canopied beds. They have like regular beds, but are still super cozy. Same thick rugs covering the floor, same chamber pots. And on one side of the house, you can see that the rooms that I believe Kiki and Sasha are in share a sitting room. I do love that in this in this world, they've figured out spider cam technology, but not indoor plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one thing at a time. It just takes a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We'll get there. So is it morning? Is it night? Have we just been locked in our rooms what where what's going on it is morning and the sun is streaming in through the windows it's a beautiful crisp day outside and now i guess uh we just would love to know uh, of all of you did everyone sleep yeah i caught a few hours just so that i could get all of my slots for my spells back so it took a i took a little nap Fair enough. Short rest for you then. Cass slept very well. I think Dr. Christina slept really well. I mean, that was a lot of energy. She tucked herself out? Yeah, like the little toddler she is. (laughs) I always sleep. You did have ribs. Yeah, I had ribs. (laughs) I went straight to bed. I was not happy about it. I'm very unimpressed with, you know, this. But I slept. I feel like Anya didn't sleep very much. Thank you for being honest. Worried about Bryn. I think for the first time since she's been at this mansion, I think she's been sleeping well, but Cece did not sleep well tonight or last night. Mm. She was worried about all those chamber pots mm. all of a sudden being filled <laughs> and also everything else that's been going yeah. on. <laughs> that too. 
It's been a little intense. But mostly the chamber but Mostly the stink. So yeah, as you look around your rooms, you all hear a knock on your door and a piece of paper slides underneath each of your bedroom doors. Ooh. Oh, oh. ooh. That's a little call sheet. Okay. Would someone like to read it out loud? Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Production schedule. Final day. 8 a.m. Confessional interviews. Rooms. Dr. C. Anya. Cassandra. Kiki. Sasha. Cece. Great. Uh, 12 p.m. Pick up one outside, which is Cece, Kiki, Cassandra, Anya, and Dr. C. Is that everybody? No, Sasha. Interesting. No. Uh, 2 p.m. Pick up two outside. <laughs> Sasha, Kiki, Cassandra, Anya, Dr. C. But no, Cece. Interesting. <laughs> 5 p.m. Rap celebration. Grand Hall. And then there's a smiley face at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Treacherous. So while you're all trying to figure out how to get ready for these confessional interviews, over at Dr. C's room, you hear a knock on the door. And a key turns in the lock. And the door opens. And Dr. C goes, Oh! <laughs> My modesty. Because she sleeps nude, because that's very healthy for her. And a cutter is, is covering his eyes because he just saw your naked form and is holding open the door as Trixie and Nancy enter. Um, and then the cutter, with his eyes still covered, closes the door and quickly locks it behind them. Is there a reason for you barging into my room? Well, we just wanted to check on you after last night. You seem pretty upset, and we would just like a chance to talk about it with you. I don't even remember what happened last night. I just... I remember getting a couple drinks with Cece, and then, oh no, did I do a crotch shot? Is that what happened? Is that why you're coming up here? No, you just said you wanted to quit the show, which is totally fine. Every season, there's always one person who wants to quit the show, but we just... <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't, I'm not a quitter. Okay. Dr. C is not a quitter. Great. Great. That's actually really good news. I'm, I'm really relieved about that. She turns to Trixie and says, well, that was easier than I thought. Should we show her the thing? <laughs> And Trixie smiles and nods and is like, yes, first of all, so relieved. We couldn't do the show without you. So, so glad you don't want to quit. We do have one quick thing because like mm. it was this whole thing yesterday where we sort of like you didn't want to sign the NDA and like we had the cutter make you sign the NDA. and like, <laughs> whoopsie. So we just really quick would love for you to sign this other NDA about how we tried to get you to sign that previous NDA, but also <laughs> still agreeing to not talk about the thing we didn't want you to talk about in the first NDA. Yeah. We can't help you get back home until you fulfill your obligations to the network. And the only way you can fulfill fill those obligations to the network is if you sign this so we can continue filming. Then Dr. C, totally nude, winds back up in her bed <laughs> and goes, hmm, sounds like you really need me though, doesn't it? Wow, that seems like a lot writing on this for you guys. We can offer you a signing bonus. Is a signing bonus being made the main character of the season? Uh-huh. Trixie and Nancy seem very intrigued by this. I just think... If I could get it in writing, that I would be guaranteed a certain amount of screen time over all the other ladies, and that I would be able to take off my ring to talk and all the other ladies' rings, where we can telephone each other, I think I would be amenable to signing this. The problem with the ring is that we have so much footage of all of you just standing there looking out into the distance. <laughs> I can see that. I can. But sometimes I just want to call a girl up. 
you know, I think that we would be happy to seriously consider the first thing that you mentioned. Uh, we think it's time for Dr. Christina to have a change in storyline anyway. So I don't think you need to worry about that. Fantastic. The only thing you would need to worry about as far as that is concerned is if you don't finish this final production day. Yeah, right. So, so you'll sign? <laughs> as long as I get the other part in writing right now on this disclosure agreement. Um, well, we would obviously have to draw that up and talk to our lawyers, but we're happy to circle back. All right. Okay, great. Okay. I'm going to take this because we have the Omi cams, but this has been caught on tape, so no one can trick me. <laughs> Absolutely. She laughs as she leaves. And she signs <laughs> with titties out. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. So then Nancy and Trixie head to the door and they knock on the door. They do the little like, and then on the other side of the door, you hear, and then it unlocks. And a cutter lets them out and locks it behind them. Dr. C was like, if that's all it was, I could have gotten out last night. <laughs> I tried multiple knocking patterns. You just do shave the hair you never tried to That wasn't the first Not one? Not the traditional one. It just slipped my mind for some reason. So uh, the next person who hears a little knock-knock on their door is Anya. And the cutter opens the door and lets Trixie and Nancy in. And they say, good morning. Hello. How are you today? Oh, I am just wondering where my brain is. And I'm also hungry. Well, Trixie pulls something out of her bag and says, we knew that you were worried about Bryn, so here you go. And she hands you a Polaroid photo of Bryn sitting at an old-fashioned school desk next to a hooded cutter, and they're both giving the camera a big thumbs up, and Bryn is <laughs> grinning happily. Is he truly <laughs> grinning happily? There's no furrow, there's no... Can I, like, very much investigate this photo and make sure that it's yeah. legit? Yeah, you can investigate it. Yeah. Uh, it's a nine. So you can see that his brow is not furrowed and Bryn is not really skilled at artifice. So like mm. he seems to sincerely look happy. So does the cutter. <laughs> Don't like that. Concerning. Um, okay. So Anya hugs the photo to her chest, relieved. But uh, is is this in the house? Is he here in the mansion or is this separate area? Yeah, we just, you know, we realize that you're not his legal guardian. And Excuse me? Well, it's just, it's, it's just a paperwork thing. Like, he can't be around any of this because... He doesn't have, you know, his legal guardian present. So we're just keeping him in a place for now. And who do you surmise is his legal guardian? Well, we're working on figuring that out right now because we know that he had been in service to someone in Creekside, but it's a little unclear. He was slave. So, yeah, that's why it's just so confusing. But just to cover our own bases, we just, like, can't have him on camera until we have it signed off by his legal guardian. So, like, we're just keeping him away from production for the time being. But he's close by. Yeah, and once we wrap, you can see him. Yeah. So um, if you want to sit down, they have the confessional set up in your room with the lights. And there's a crew of cutters that are now coming in and they're setting everything up. And and if you would just like to sit in this velvet chair that we brought in from the library. Sure. <laughs> Anya sits in the chair. Apprehensively. All right. Action. So the party last night, you said Cass has never apologized for anything. What events were you referring to? <clears throat> we would like to remind you to please restate some of the question in your answer and in present tense. Oh, there are so many things to choose from that Cass has never apologized for and never apologizes for ever. Number one, <laughs> Sasha is my friend. Yes? For years, Cass steals her way, turns Sasha against me. My marriage falls apart. Everything is terrible. We fall into this world. Cass does not care for anyone. And what happens? What does she do? Nothing. We are on show the entire time. She does not care. She never apologizes. She never will. Her crystals are fake. What do you, What else do you want me to say? No, that's great. Thank you. We got what we needed from that. 
What do you look for in an ideal romantic partner? <laughs> Things that I look for in an ideal romantic partner are kindness, sense of humor, good teeth, a beard, a musical ability. And, um, you know, if he is rich, that is never a problem. Hmm? Lovely. Why did you try to kill Dr. C that day on the bridge? <laughs> that is, this question is extremely offensive, okay? I can restate never, the question inside. Yes, of course I can. <laughs> Dr. C was never in intentional danger for me. The issue was that I could not see. There was mist from the waterfall and, and treetops, and I heard screaming and troubles, and I, I sent the lightning bolt down there to save her, and my aim was off, thus almost killing my dear sweet Dr. C. Do you think Brina deserves a mother? <laughs> Nancy, I, I have to ask you, what the fuck kind of questions are these, okay? Yes, Brina deserved a mother. Every human deserves Sorry, someone who can... can you say that one more time in present tense? <sighs> because she's so alive. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Brina deserves a mother. And she is a very sweet girl who deserves to be cared for by someone who loves her the way that a uh, mother does. Even if that person is not necessarily her bio mom. Mm. And finally, um, what do you like about Wilfin? Oh, Lucky Spark. I knew his name. I definitely knew it. He was a kind man with kind eyes. He was hardworking. He had a beard, if I'm remembering uh, his beautiful face correctly. And he's a little pocket baby that I could toss over my shoulder. And I'm into that. Great. Excellent. I think we got everything we needed. I think so too. We're going to move on. But if you want to take this time to change into the outfit that's in the bag over there, that would be great. As they leave, they do the knock once more. And the cutter responds mm. and opens the door for them. Mm. Can I unzip and see what this outfit looks like? Yeah. All right. What's she yeah. look like? So you unzip that garment bag to reveal the clothes you were wearing when you were captured by the cutters. Oh. Mm. Trixie and Nancy are going to go all the way over to Cassandra's room next. Yes, they are. And yeah, same deal. You hear the knock, the door opens, and they come in and they say, good morning, Cass. Good morning. How's it going? It's just great. It's just great. I'm so happy to be here. Everything is wonderful, except I have a couple questions about um, Clarissa and also Sebastian. I'm assuming since we're back on set that he is here and I really would like him to do a little, you know, judge to the face. Trixie reaches into her messenger bag and pulls out another Polaroid and says, we knew you'd be worried about Clarissa. So here you go and hands you a little Polaroid picture of Clarissa per majestically on a small low bed. There's a cutter sitting next to her holding a leash that is attached to Clarissa's new purple collar. And Clarissa looks very well cared for. She looks like she's been brushed. Oh, great. So she's with a handler. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't know why you needed to take a picture, but cute. <laughs> <laughs> great. So are you ready to film confessional interviews? Yes, of course. Let's do it. Great. So Cass sits down in the velvet chair from the library and action. Cass, you look great. What's the secret? <laughs> oh, stop. Thank you so much. Um, well, the secret is obviously uh, a lifelong dedication to women's empowerment. 
that really makes the skin glow. And once you reach one of the upper levels of my company, we do have um, specific in-house. They are, it's confidential, the um, the formula goes into it, but we do have in-house a skincare team. So I highly recommend anybody who's at one of those lower levels, it is worth getting just a little bit higher. So what do you think of Saxpira? That is a word I'm not familiar with. That's the that's where we are. This is oh. your this is the world that we're we're in right now. Oh, the world that we're in. Sure. <laughs> uh, yes, um, Saxpira is an interesting choice for a title. I think I may have some notes for the producers on that one. I just don't think people are going to get it right off the like when they're clicking the menu. But yes, it seems like a really fun new show. Very adventurous, very raw. You'll you'll get to see me in a whole new way that you've never seen me before. So I'm really excited for the fans to kind of like take a peek and uh, yeah, see what we've been up to. Last night on The Apology Couch, Dr. C went on a rampage out of nowhere and accused you of betraying her and for forcing her to cover up your lies. What do you think that was about? Was she referring to your businesses? No, no. (laughs) Dr. C, you know, it's hard when you're best friends with someone as exciting as I am, as successful as I am, um, just as like well-loved as me. You know, she just, she's been second fiddle for too long and now she's trying to go ahead and pick up her violin and play first chair. And I I, I hope it works out for her, but so far she's off to a little bit of a messy start. <laughs> and second part to that question, and please remember to answer in present tense. What were you thinking when Dr. C ended your friendship in front of everyone without giving you a chance to talk it out? Ooh, yeah, that... Uh, that was, um, and she also said that your healing crystals weren't real. Oh yes. That's that. Thank you for reminding me of that. I do need to review her paperwork because I do think that that is going to mean a demotion for her, which is really unfortunate. That makes sense. Two more. You left all the women to fend for themselves in Nome Valley, but they also don't understand what it's like to run an institution such as Women Pow. Would you like a chance to explain it to them? I mean, I feel like they're probably already pretty familiar with how important women pow is, but I love that you used the phrase, um, left them to fend for themselves because, you know, sometimes I forget that when I leave, it's such a noticeable loss in everybody else's life that it re- it's devastating, you know, to not have me around. So Maybe I wasn't conscious enough of that, and I and I do think that I could apologize for that. Yeah, I'm very sorry that I that I wasn't gracing them with my presence the whole time. Wow. And wow. Uh, last question for you: We expected a lot of surprises in moving the show to a land like Saxpira, but we didn't expect was for some of you to develop special abilities along the way. You were not one of those people. <laughs> How how has it felt turning out to be the least powerful and how do you explain where the rest of their powers came from? <laughs> okay, Nancy. <laughs> um, I think maybe you just haven't like reviewed the footage yet because uh, it's okay, I'll catch you up. I'll catch you up. I know sometimes it's hard like producing because you're not in everything. It's hard to remember, but um, I was there. So <laughs> here's what happened. Um, I guess to be fair, I didn't develop a new special power because I've always been such an incredible singer. I just didn't know how incredible I was until I opened my mouth on that stage that one night and one that opened my contest. And since then, just to catch you up, my music has actually been spreading 
spreading joy across the land. Um, so I've got lots of fans, very important in this world. Uh, and then the other thing was, did you see me talking to animals? Because I was doing that. We couldn't hear that. Okay. We heard you talking like an animal. Well, I can. So that's an exciting development for me. And, so, you know, to the untrained eye, it's not always easy to see where power lies. You have to be really attuned to the energies of the universe. That's where the crystals come in helpful. Nancy, I know that you still haven't purchased a set, but just to say at any point when you're ready, I have one for you. Um, so I think, yeah, I think maybe I'm more attuned to the power within me than than some, um, no offense, but lower level producers. All right. And they uh, they pack up all their things and leave you to change into your next great outfit. And so the next room that they're going to visit is Kiki's. So Kiki hears that knock on the door and the door opens and Nancy and Trixie come in and ask, good morning, how are you? Hey. Oh. Is something wrong? I just thought it wasn't going to be you guys. Oh. But that's okay. <laughs> Who were you hoping it would be? I don't know. Just anyone else. We get that a lot. <laughs> and then without Kiki saying anything, her stomach just lets out like a huge grumble. Yeah, that's understandable. There will be definitely time to eat at some point today. It's going to be a really great spread. Wrap party. <laughs> anyway, so they direct you to sit in the confessional chair and action. Kiki, how has your life been different since you lost one of your big toes? <laughs> um, honestly, it's been a little challenging, but... I was able to find my balance quite quickly, and I would actually argue that my intensive combat skills have actually surpassed the limitations of a missing toe. Cool. We would agree. Are you so surprised I was able to articulate that? I mean, you've always been great in confessionals. <laughs> Everyone's dying to know what really happened between you and Uncle that night. The only thing Uncle would tell us is that you two talked all night and fell asleep as the sun came up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Honestly, if that's what Uncle says, then that's for sure what happened. It seems out of everyone here, you have acclimated to Shakespeare the most. Why do you think that is? And what do you love most about your new home? <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> um, I don't remember the question because I kind of spaced out a little bit. And second <laughs> of all, I would not call this my home, okay? I do not live in a place where there aren't functioning Japanese toilets. <laughs> you were kind enough to pay everyone's way through Saxpira. Has anybody ever thanked you for that? Um... No. <laughs> and finally, has Cass ever apologized to you about anything? Um, it's really tough to say. I honestly don't remember everything she says because she talks a lot. Perfect. <laughs> I think we got everything we needed. Thank you, Kiki. And then the next room that they're going to knock on is Sasha's. Uh, um, I'm decent. <laughs> they, they pop on in and they're very happy to see you. Good morning, Sasha. Uh, um... Good morning. Are you ready to get started? Absolutely. So Sasha's sitting in the velvet chair from the library and the lights are on you and they say action. Trixie leans forward and says, Sasha, so as you remember, you were captured by goblins who kidnapped you in the middle of the night from Uncle's Tavern and Inn on your first night in Saxbira. As you remember, that's what happened. Could you just walk us through that night in present tense? It must have been so scary. Uh, 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 uh. 
I'm supposed to tell you how they captured me. Is that right? Yes. And in present tense, if you don't mind. So I'm feeling alone. <laughs> they capture me. You never really filled me on on how this story was supposed to have gone. You know that, right? As you remember, as I you remember, were kidnapped <laughs> by goblins from your room at Uncle's Tavern and Inn. Right. Uh, I, I am captured by these goblins at Uncle's Tavern. And I am afraid. Yeah. Is that all right? Perfect. That's perfect. That's exactly you. what we needed. Thank you. On your journey, you put yourself in danger multiple times in order to save your peers. If you put yourself back in those moments, I mean, how does it feel to be the one to save Dr. C from those spiders? Does it ever get lonely being so set apart from the rest of your group? I suppose I've always felt a little bit lonely in this group. Um, every single time that I seem to grow close to somebody, they um, eventually uh, uh, leave me for another friendship or something of that sort. And I suppose that I am an acquired taste of a person. I, I certainly like me. I mean, even though I've had <laughs> squabbles with these women time and time again, I, I don't want to see anything bad happen to them. It's lovely. And then we just have one more question. Uh, Tell us about how you defeated the stone giant. Defeated? Yes, how you, Sasha, personally defeated the stone giant. I personally defeated. Yeah. You don't remember? Um, well, well, you see... Uh, okay, okay, think about it this way. If you had been the one to defeat the stone giant, how would you have done it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it took a, a lot of bravery mm. and... Um, it wasn't me, was it? I didn't. It must be a very intense thing to be thinking about, PTSD and all. We understand. We'll give you some time to regroup and see you at the pickups downstairs. Um, uh, pardon me, uh, ladies. Uh, what happens after this? After confessionals? We have some pickups. Yeah. Uh, I meant af after today. After the pickups, there's a wrap party. We are on a schedule, so we will be back in a little bit. Um, just feel free to get changed, but we've got yeah. to move on. Thank you so much, yeah. Sasha. You are our hero. Yes. Um, Nancy and Trixie <laughs> do their little knock, and they leave <laughs> Sasha's room, uh, leave her on the brink of some kind of breakdown, it seems like. And um, they're going to head into Cece's room. Knock on the door. They come in. What a beautiful room. Cece, how are you? Tell us what made you think of buying a new house in a world you've never been to before. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Mm. Oh. How did you come up with Casino Night as a theme for your party? Oh, you know, casinos are fun. <laughs> <laughs> Walk us through what you were thinking and feeling when Dr. C ruined your party. You guys are just going to get the bare minimum out of me from now on. Just FYI. That's clear. Yeah. You know, Cece, we're just a little surprised, though, because yesterday it really seemed like of the whole group, you and Cass were the two who were the most on board for all of this. Mm. So, like, what's changed? Well, I have a whole life outside of this show. I'm a star. <laughs> In case you guys have forgotten. We have not. I have an image, and I don't want it to be run through the mud. Seems like you feel kind of let down by your castmates. Don't try to manipulate me. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. Because, like, remember what Anya was wearing? Like, she wore that to come see you? I mean, it sucked. It's just hard. It's hard. You know, I sign up for one thing. I sign up for a certain show that's glam yeah. and glitz. And now I'm... <sighs> We're in the glitz part. Are we? I mean, we were going to ask you if you wanted to play a little game. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. It's going to it's gonna be a word association game. Oh, joys. 
When I say a name, you say out loud whatever you think of first. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay. Cass. Spoiled. Kiki. Ribs. Anya. Sister. Bryn. Who? (laughs) That's correct. That's the right answer. That. (laughs) Sasha. Distrust. Mm. We get that. Yeah. We don't really trust her either. You don't? No. No. Why? Why don't you all trust her? Let's flip the table. This is interesting. (laughs) I mean, when we first came in, she was, you know, like running the show. Oh, yeah. The top of the top. She was the boss. And she's always made us feel like a little bit like less than, you know? Mm. Oh, because you guys aren't rich. You're just like poor, cute crew people. I get it. Like the hell? It's hard. Honestly, all of you are like, you're so intimidating. It can be really tough. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Has Cass ever apologized to you about anything? (laughs) Cass? Yeah. Yeah. No. Right? Right? See, that's what we're talking about. You guys are trying to manipulate me again. (laughs) You're so good at your job. You know, I can't even hate. You're really good at your job. But to answer your question, I don't trust Sasha. I don't know why she's here. I think she did something bad to me. And I think she's going to keep doing bad things. Not like fun, girl-on-girl violent stuff like the show normally is, but like real, real true, like like murder. I think she might do a murder. I don't know. I just feel not safe. Cut. That was great. Beautiful. Uh, especially at is the end Is that what you there. guys wanted? Yes. Okay. Yeah, thank and we you. also You're just, welcome. on a personal note, and as the cutters start to leave, thank you so much for being a good sport about us, taking you from Uncle's Tavern and putting you here and for the last four days. No, no, I totally get it. Um, can Cece start to walk towards the sword on her mantle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Yes. No, I get it, ladies. Absolutely. Anything for the show. I just want to be cooperative and just, you know, whatever you guys need. Uh, I think Cece wants to reach for that sword. (laughs) It is bolted to a plaque. Can she try? She can try. She can try. Yeah. Strength check. I mean, like, are you trying to be sneaky about it or are you just going for it? I think she's going. I think she's lost it and she's going for it. And I guess, what, what do you think? A strength check to see yeah. if she can rip it off the get wall. Get it off the wall. Liz, come yeah. on, Liz. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Let's see come what on. you get. There's cutters right outside the door. I know. I'm just going for yeah, it. She's, she's literally going for she's it. Going on for another it. reality show now called Snapped. Oh, <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> She's been through a lot. Okay, I'm rolling. (laughs) Ooh, a 15. (gasps) Ma'am. I think that you give that, you give that sword a big old tug and it does come off the wall, but the plaque does not detach from the sword. So now you just are holding a sword with a plaque attached to it. (laughs) Okay. Right. The singing fish. Still a blunt object. Go roast those bitches. I think just, she's just like, get out of my room. I need some time. Like, she just wants to tell the producers to get the get the hell out of my room. Okay. She growls. Yeah. And they, they back away with their eyes very wide and nervous. Perfect. Yeah. And then on their way to Dr. C's, they Nancy does a few snaps to get another cutter to just come stand by your door. Trixie and Nancy are going to head back to Dr. C's room because I told her they'd circle back to her. But before they get there, Dr. C, um, could you roll for perception? Uh-huh. 11. Okay. So... Through the French doors that lead out to your balcony, you glimpse something in the sky. It's a dark shape. It's something large, and it's flying in circles. <gasps> hey, Christian! Let's go see. Can I go see? <laughs> yeah, you can go out to the balcony. Okay. Dr. Christina goes out on the balcony. Investigation check. <laughs> 21. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would recognize that bird anywhere. <laughs> it's Christian! 
It's Christian, <laughs> and Christian sees you, and he changes course, and he flies towards <gasps> you, heading directly for your balcony. And as he gets closer, because of that amazing investigation check, you can even see the joy and relief on his small feathered face. Or maybe you're projecting. It's really hard to tell because, like, he's a bird, so expressions. But as he approaches the mansion from up on the roof, you hear a loud shout and the sound of feet running. And then an arrow hurtles through the air right towards Christian. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, so Christian is able to veer to one side to avoid the arrow. And then there's another shout, more feet, and another arrow. Wait, where are these arrows coming? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. The roof, from, from the roof. Sorry. Oh, got it. Where the HVAC system is? It's a, it's a three. Okay, so it misses again. Christian was very lucky and able to dart out of the ways of these arrows, but it's clearly too dangerous for him to approach the balcony. So with a last very pained glance in your direction, he lets out a guttural grunt that kind of sounds like, and then he flies off. And you can see from your balcony that he's flying towards the woods that are behind the mansion. Okay. okay. And then there's another knock on the door. The door opens again, revealing Nancy and Trixie. We're still working on that other paperwork, but we have to get to these pickups. So if you'd like to sit down and we can ask you a few questions and then move on with the day. Yeah, I was just doing some uh, morning yoga out on the balcony. I just wanted to loosen my body up. And s- <clears throat> there was this like really, do you guys, uh, maybe you saw it was like a really big bird thing out there. There's a lot of wildlife in this, in all of Saxbeer, I've noticed. Right. Yeah, you really just can't be too careful. But don't worry, because we have two guards that are patrolling upstairs. Yeah. Two guards yeah, there's, upstairs. There's like, okay. what are, you know, what are those like widow's walks that they have sometimes in houses by the ocean? Mm-hmm. It's basically like mm-hmm. that, but like yeah. they're just making it's sure nothing comes and gets us. So don't worry. Whatever that was, it won't it won't get you close. Oh, thank God. So they sit you down and they they say action and they say... Dr. Christina, the fog, the burning hands, that acid bubble, how do you explain what's been happening to you? So you might have noticed fog, burning acid, fire bubbles. (laughs) It truly is something I've never expected out of myself, but I've always felt inside of myself. I think one of the things that was always keeping these beautiful powers from being was, this is going to be hard for me to talk about it, 
But I think it's it's important to raise awareness about alcoholism and addiction. You know, mm. for the past couple of years, I've dealt with that, and I was taking pills oh. and supplements and drinking just pure alcohol from my med kit for <laughs> weeks, years. Jeez. But leading up to this, it was very frightening. And so as soon as I was able to flush those toxins out of my system and really connect with my inner self, these powers just came. So cool. That's so brave. Yeah. Thank you for sharing yeah. that with thank, us. Thank you. No, it's important. It's important to be vulnerable so that other people can see that they can be vulnerable to. That makes sense. Um, Cass just told us that you're jealous of her for looking younger. What is your response to that? You know, in the spirit of vulnerability, does it irk me? Yes, it means she's gone to see another doctor without talking to me. In my world, that's being stabbed in the back. I mean, she's the godmother to both my dogs, Cooper and Coco, and my children, Cooper and Coco. You know, she was at my five-year, 10-year renewal of vows with Christian. Wow. So was I jealous? I'm never jealous of subpar work. <gasps> but was I hurt as a friend and as what I would consider a soul sister? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I am. Mm. Last night when you insinuated that Cassandra has forced you to lie for her in the past, what events were you referring to? Is this about the business? So I would just like to take this time to formally apologize to everyone in production and my fellow castmates. I'm sorry if you felt like I said that your crystals didn't do anything, that your whole business was fake, that everything you do is a lie and you the astral plane doesn't exist and you and I have just been plotting against people for years. I just love you guys. I'm going to be a better person. I'm working on myself. We love that for you. There's a scene of you crossing a bridge and falling to your death. Um, what was your number one concern in that moment? Please answer in present tense. As I'm falling and I have these lizards crawling all over my neck, mm. all I could think of was, where are my Christians? Where are my Coopers? Where are my Cocos? But also, if I fall, I hope I fall pretty. I don't know. It's because I'm a doctor. I've seen plenty of dead bodies. Didn't want my eyeballs to pop out, so I put my hands over my eyes to protect them. Okay, that's so smart. Thank you for that tip. I'm dying over the idea of the morgue bringing a dermatologist this corpse with its eyes popped out. Terrifying. Okay. Yeah, I think we got everything we needed. Feel free to change. Yeah, that was super. I'm so glad. That was super. Yeah, so now that the confessionals are done, it's time to get ready for the next thing on the call sheet, which is pickups. Everyone gets a knock on their door, and Nancy and Trixie call for everyone to come on out, come downstairs, and the cutters are there to guide you. And as you head out of your room, actually, Sasha, could you give me a perception roll? I would love to. <laughs> 13. Okay, great. So um, as you're heading out of your room, your eye catches on a portrait done in oil paints that is hanging on the wall next to your bedroom door. And there's just something about the painting that catches your eye, but you don't really have time to look too much at it because the cutters are hurting you downstairs. So you're, you're led downstairs, and then Nancy and Trixie are going to lead you all outside through the kitchen, out the back door, across the mansion's large open backyard. Mm -hmm. And outside, the ground is hard and it's cold and it's covered in a thin layer of snow. The backyard is bare, except for a small frozen pond that's off to one side. And the property is completely surrounded by a tall stone wall. 
and there's an imposing iron gate directly back from the house. Nancy and Trixie are leading you towards that gate. And the gate looks as though it would lock very securely. But at the moment, it's standing open because a crew of cutters are carrying supplies in and out of the gate. And as you approach, you can see that the cutters are pouring burlap sacks of dirt over the snow at the edge of the forest and setting up lights in the trees. And then Nancy and Trixie kind of clap their hands because it's time to film pickup number one. Oh. Yay. As they're all standing there, Dr. C says, good morning, everyone. Apparently, I had too much to drink last night and <laughs> I said some things that were inappropriate and not at all from the heart. And so I just wanted to apologize if I made you feel, cast specifically, that any of your businesses were fraudulent, that I didn't want to be friends with you. That was never my intention. I'm sorry if I made you feel that way, but I'm learning and growing every day. Okay, I guess we can... What's the first on the beat sheet? (laughs) Nancy and Trixie move everybody into position. What it seems to look like, what they're going for, is the trees from the Forest of Everlasting Night, and the setting is outside of Uncle's Tavern. So, yeah, if we'd like to go through Cece's departure beat by beat, that would be great, starting with Cece. So you guys just want me to explain how I got miraculously from the tavern to my mansion? Just kind of like we're pretending we're at Uncle's Tavern, and all the ladies are out there, they're saying goodbye to you. And so we just need you. Bye, Cece. Yeah, exactly. And we just need everyone to say goodbye to Cece. And we would like Cece to kind of just, you know, just improvise on each of these bullet points uh, as if it was happening improvise. in real time. Oh, I can improvise. Great. I can improvise. Great. I was a groundling, so I can improvise. <laughs> and action. Bye, Cece. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, it was nice to see you. Wait, Cece, why are you leaving? Oh, um, <laughs> I have to leave. I should go. Tell us about it. Where are you going? I'm going to go to my new mansion. Ooh. Why do you have a new mansion? Bye. Because I have a new mansion. How did you get a real estate agent out here? Well, they got me. Who did you use? Um, did you use Christian? Cass grabs Dr. Christina's arm and is like, um, improv, rule number one is like to not ask a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> I know that you probably don't know that, but those of us in the business have sort of been like encouraged. Nancy, to, like, Trixie, we have talked about Cece being missing entire show. Now suddenly she is just buying house and moving into outside of Everlast. Like, what? How, how are you justifying this in the cut? Cece was never missing. Cece was with us. And we just need a bridge so that the viewer can understand without us having to show everything. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should show everything. Like, maybe, you know, everything post Gnome Village. Oh, Anya, it is so sweet of you to worry about the edit. But, like, you really don't have to worry about it because you've got, like, real professionals who do a yeah. really good job. So let's just all stay in our lanes. <laughs> and we'll film these pickups and it'll all make sense later. Yeah. Are we outside of the gate or are we inside the gate? You're outside the gate. You're at the edge of the forest, but there are like a ton of crew cutters around you. Bye, Cece. Bye, (laughs) Cece. I'm sorry I ignored you. And Cece, could we just get you to invite the lady to your party and then we can say goodbye and be done with this pickup? All of the ladies? Uh, Yeah, why not? Take it from the top. Let's take it from the top. Mm -hmm. Let's take it. One more more whole take. Bye, Cece. Goodbye, Cece. Bye, Cece. Bye, ladies. 
Dr. C moves closer to the camera so she gets like a better <laughs> spot for edit. Bye, Cece, my bestest friend ever. Bye, ladies. Cass sees her do that and runs up and hugs Cece. Oh. I'm just gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you, Cece. Oh. And like turns to the camera. Well, I'll be right here in your heart. Um, and also, I would love to invite you ladies to my mansion later. I have a mansion. Ooh. Wow. So anyway, goodbye, ladies. Bye, Cece. Bye, Cece. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Cece. And cut. That was so good. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. Very happy with how that first pickup went. Nancy and Trixie heard the ladies back into the gate, into the backyard. And now you see that while you've been filming this pickup, a giant green screen has been set up. I guess we'll share the beat sheet for pickup number two. Yeah. Great. Oh, this is utter bullshit. <laughs> I, do, I don't... I don't feel comfortable um, doing this. I don't remember her defeating the stone giant. I'll do it. If Sasha doesn't want to do it, I'll do it. I'm just saying if you need somebody to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, that's fine with me. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Sasha, if you don't want to do it, we'll give it to Cass. It sounds like she doesn't want to do it. So let's, yeah. I mean, is everyone okay with Cass doing it? Is anyone else wanting to throw their, their hat in the ring for this moment? Dr. C steps forward and goes, I wouldn't mind doing it. I'm much more comfortable with Dr. C. Um, than I am with Cass saving the day. Cass sees this as a very clear opportunity to give Christina a win. So she says, of course, you know who this should really be is Christina. She should absolutely be the heroic one to defeat the stone giant. Christina! Great. And then Dr. Christina puts on a megawatt smile and says, Cass, you're so generous. You really shouldn't have. Thank you. You're so welcome. You're going to get exactly what you deserve. I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. So we would like you to just stand in front of the screen screen okay. and throw this rubber spear at a target off to one side and say something heroic. And if you could just improvise that action. And Dr. C stands there and has all the cameras on her. This is what she's always wanted. She doesn't want to be in the shadow. And so she tits out, chin up. This is for Anaheim! And throws the spear. Nancy and Trixie are delighted. And then she looks back at Cass and is like... Cass gives her like a big like thumbs up smile. And then Dr. C looks at Anya and Sasha and Kiki and sees their faces and feels a little bit ashamed. But not that much. <laughs> yeah, so that was perfect. We're going to move on to part two, um, the goodbye scene. So Nancy and Trixie guide everyone to stand in kind of a loose semicircle in front of the green screen. And then one of the crew cutters comes up and hands something out to each of you. And you realize that what he's handing you are some very familiar knitted bags. Oh. But as you take the knitted bags, you realize that they have been emptied. And then another cutter comes out kneeling in front of you. And the cutter kneeling in front of you is wearing a wig with a large tuft of brown hair. <gasps> and Trixie kind of like positions him and gestures to the camera cutters and says, we'll shoot over his shoulder, make it dirty. We want to see the hair. And then she reaches into her messenger bag and she pulls out pieces of paper and hands them to each of you. Um, what's happening uh, here? I'm sorry, this is incredibly morbid. Are we really going to let this, this happen? This is disgusting. Where did you get that wig? We have lots of wigs. Yeah. Kiki. Oh my God, are they all this ugly? Kiki, they're trying to recreate Brina. 
Oh, honestly, like I wasn't that into Brina anyway, so I'm actually not sad she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. C stares at Kiki and then stares at Sasha and Anya. All right. So we're going to do two takes of this scene. Okay. And so you notice because there's like there's a couple of camera cutters and then there's one boom mic cutter and one cutter with headphones on and he's crouched over like a little mixing board. The cutter that has the Brina tuft of hair is holding a little tape recorder. And here we go. Action. Thank you all for everything. I've learned so much, but my mother's out there somewhere and I think family helps. Dr. C, that's your cue. You're saying you want to go search for your missing mother? Yes, her name is Miniana. And you're sure you want to go alone? I would love to. Oh, but dear sweet Brina, aren't you frightened, dear Brina? Aren't you so afraid, young Brina? You must be terrified. No. Oh, give it a rest, Cass. No. Well, I, (laughs) for one... Think <laughs> it's a, um, a great, great, great idea. Oh, just improvise it, Kiki. Come Take on. Take your time, Kiki. It is important that you understand. It, it is okay. It, it helps. Good, good, good. I believe mm-hmm. in you. Brina. It helps a lot. But what about your father, Wilfan Lucky Spark? I don't think he's going to take my plan gently, but it's the only plan I got. Sasha glances for a moment at the script and looks up back up at the ladies. Brina has proven that she is strong and brave. I'm, I'm sure she'll be. But she's not fine, is she? She's not fine. Why are we doing this? Why is everybody allowing this to happen? I don't mind it. I'll take Sasha's line if you need me to. Yeah, that's fine with me. Great. Brina has proven that she's strong. She's powerful. She's capable. And she is brave. I'm sure she'll be just fine out there on her own. Nay, not just fine. She'll thrive. She'll sparkle. I can't wait to see what Brina gets up to next. And for once, I agree with myself on this one. (laughs) For Christ's sake. (laughs) As someone who was almost your mother, I give you my blessing. I wish you the best of luck on your next great adventure, Brina Lucky Spark. Thank you, Anya, was it? Thank you all. I just feel really happy. My mother is irreplaceable, and if she's not dead, I'm going to find her. Bye. Bye, Brina. We love you, Brina. Great. That was, you know what? Do you guys want another one just for funsies? We don't have to follow the script. You can just interact with Brina if you'd like. Great. Uh, 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 Nancy, uh, Trixie, I have to say, this is the most unspeakably cruel thing you have ever done. (laughs) I don't think that's true. (laughs) I would like to try my line again for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Or if you wanted to give Kiki my first line, I could take Kiki's second line just because my first line's a little short. So if you wanted me to take a little bit of that longer line from Kiki, I would be happy to do so. No. And then Dr. C turns to Cass and goes, no, Cass, you can have my line. And mine. Oh, (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just say the entire thing, Cass, since you're the star? Yes, Cass, um, it is no. all you. You guys. I, I would like to keep my line. Cass, why don't you also read Brina's parts? Um, it's not in the script, but I would love to if you want to give me an updated script. No, we'll we'll use the audio we, we found. Okay, so Cass is taking everyone's line except for Kiki, who's taking her own line. Okay, great. <laughs> Action. Thank you all for everything. I learned so much, but my mother's out there somewhere, and... I think family helps. Brina, I think I'm picking up on the energy that you're putting out, and I sense that you're looking to go journey for your missing mother. Is that right? Yes, her name is Miniana. Oh, thank you so much for telling me her name. That really helps. <laughs> Are you sure you want to embark on this adventure all by yourself? I would love to. Oh, your emotion is so touching to me. I can tell that you're excited, you're empowered. Is it possible that you might be a little bit scared? No. Oh, great. <laughs> I think Kiki has something to say to you. Well, I, for <laughs> one, think it's a great idea. A great idea. It's a great idea. It, it helps. I believe in you, <laughs> Brenna. It helps a lot. Oh, I just had one question, actually. Brenna, I have a question for you. What about your father, Wilfin Lucky Spark? What about him? I don't think he's going to take my plan gently, but it's the only plan I got. That's great. I believe in you, Brina. I, Cassandra Kasternak, deeply believe in you, Brina Lucky Spark. You've proven that you're strong, you're brave, you're powerful, you can't possibly be stopped. I'm sure you'll be just fine out there on your own. And I also agree with myself again on that po last point. <laughs> and I, Cassandra Kasternak, as someone who was almost your mother, do you remember that, Brina? Do you remember our maternal bond? Because I do. Okay. I give you my blessing, my motherly blessing. Yes. That only a mother, a true mother can give to a daughter. Okay. I wish you the best of luck on your next great adventure, Brina Lucky Spark. You'll go on, you'll do powerful things. I just know it. Thank you. Anya, was it? Thank you. It's, oh. ca it's actually Cassandra I just Kasternak. feel really happy. I'm happy. My mother <laughs> is irreplaceable. And if she's not dead, I'm going to find her. Bye. Yes, you are. Bye, Brina. Say bye, Kiki. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 And cut. <laughs> How was it? Was I crazy? Was it good? Was it so good? Or was it like weird? We got everything we needed for <laughs> sure. It was you at your most yourself. Mm. So brava. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So that was a successful round of pickups. And the cutter who had handed out your bags for props um, is gathering them back up from you again. But you can see that the cutter who took your bags is hurrying towards a door that's on the far side of the mansion. He gets up to the guard there and the guard takes a key out of his pocket, unlocks the door, and the cutter with your bags enters that door and the door is locked behind him. And Nancy and Trixie are like, okay, that was so great. We got everything we needed to get. I think that's a wrap on everyone for this season. Great work, everybody. Yeah, so we're going to take a little break. Crafty set up in the kitchen if you want a snack. And then um, we'll see you a little while later for our wrap celebration. And then they hurry off and their translator cutter hurries behind them. As you head back towards the house, um, hey, Anya. 
Can you roll a perception check? I'd love to. 21. As you make your way back to the mansion, Anya, you hear a high-pitched shout, and you look up to see Bryn waving at you from a third-floor window. Uh, Does anyone else see? No, it's just me, right? (laughs) But I don't want anyone to know I saw. Okay, so I'm just very excited and also absolutely terrified um, because I don't know how to get up there, but I'm going to get up there and get my special boy. And then at that very moment, in the distance and echoing over the trees, you all hear the loud, familiar cry of a vulture. And then another in response. And with that, tune in next week for the season one finale of RHO D&D. Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head on over to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D for exclusive bonus content like full-length video versions of our episodes, our bi-weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, access to our RHO D&D Discord mansion, monthly live events, ad-free episodes, and so much more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Wyland, with special guest stars Dasha Kittredge and Misha Reeves. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. RHO D&D is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast. 